I actually, oh, I actually don't remember what the Manchurian incident is. Look, you know, ordinarily I would be shouting at you about no, that. No, we're off air right now. You don't have to shout. What is that again? Yeah, this is probably the intro. Is that uh, like the XYZ I, affair? Yeah, but it happened in Manchuria. Jim Davis is my name. What is the thing? You know, if you'd listen to if, Dan if, Carlin's if, Hardcore if, History. Which I am not going to do. That should. guy is bullshit. You should listen He's to bullshit. You should listen to Blueprint. Okay, I, do you just like tell me that the things I like are terrible? Like, as a general rule, like yeah, yeah just basically. okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's part. It's of, good yeah. to be honest yeah, with of. each other. Look, look, he's he's not bullshit. Uh, I listened to him some, and I was like, yeah, this is fine. He's so it's, good. It's he's such a good me. like dramatic reader of things. I I I didn't go for his style. But no, maybe that's. I, honestly, it's important to note that he is not a historian. John, I know this is going to sound a little hypocritical. <laughs> I felt he was a little bit shouty. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I started to say that, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, that is not." <laughs> there's some pot and kettle stuff here. <laughs> Kettles are the worst. John, the median kettle size in this country. Mm. What about um, the mode kettle size? Oh, the modal, the modal kettle size. Yeah, modal. Modal Modal is a great adjective. It is. It is. Anyway, start of the basically start of the Japanese occupation of Manchuria, which is the you know really the in a way it's the beginning of World War Two. Sure, yeah. At least in Asia. Um. The rape of Nanking. The rape of Nanking is separate. That's a separate. That's after Japan begins invading China proper south of the Great Wall. We're just talking about Manchuria. No, no, sorry, just listing things. Oh, are we just saying things? <laughs> Gulf of Tonkin. No, John, okay, come the, on. Mine the, was at least World Inchon War. II. Mine was landing. at least Pacific World War Two. Yeah, that's right. Like, thank you. You ever read Cryptonomicon? I did, yeah. I thought Cryptonomicon was pretty it's a good, good. Honestly, it's a great fucking book. Did you read the Baroque Cycle? Re- I that's what I was about to ask <laughs> you. Yeah, I look. I enjoyed. I enjoyed all four of those books. Yeah, me too. The Baroque Cycle and plus Cryptonomicon. And I kind of wish. I kind of wish he'd do a, a series of like the same characters, mm. so to speak, in the mid nineteenth century. I think that would be a rich time period for him. To yeah, that'd be good. To bring up a lot of those. Characters. Too bad he doesn't write books anymore, and he just does like failed Kickstarter projects about swords. Is that all that? Or guy whatever? Does I don't know. He did like one feel, Kickstarter that failed. I also feel like he's probably published like three or four books this year. <laughs> it seems like he writes. No, a he lot did uh, Anathema, which it's is hard really to keep good. Up with him, it's a. I didn't read that. Oh, one. you should read it. It's about uh, multiple worlds theory and math. There's a lot of math in it. I like math. Yeah, uh, and not then, a big multiple worlds theory guy, but that's fine. <laughs> and then Seven Eves, which is uh, uh, also mm. also really enjoyable. Uh, a, l- a little bit mm. more uh, more of a popcorn kind of kind of kind of kind of sci fi novel. Can I tell you? And something? that's and that's like even though there are there is about like a, 
a hundred pages of just describing technology. <laughs> can I can I tell you something? Uh, 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 yes, after I tell you that that there is a stand-in character for Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. Okay. Can I, can I tell you something? Yes. I love popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And you've been listening to Book Chat. (laughs) Join us every week Uh, for a discussion of literature, fine literature, and body mass index. And cyberpunk. (laughs) Cyberpunk. Do you you follow uh, William Gibson on Twitter? (laughs) Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. I don't think he writes books huh. anymore. I think he just tweets. I, 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 in my head, he's like the same ontological state as uh, uh, Philip K. Dick. So I, just, I assumed he was dead. <laughs> I don't. Uh, he's he's like a later period than than PKD. Really, PKD is not that yeah. long ago. Nah, but PKD's like his. his Didn't he live until the nineties? I feel like he died in the eighties sometime. Mm. I could be wrong about that. Whereas Gibson, I feel like. How about that new Blade Runner movie? Late eighties, huh? new. Not not going. We already talked about that. We did. Yeah, I don't think we did. I have. I haven't seen it. You liked it a lot. You're upset that it's people are never going to give it credit for being better than the original. I don't think I said that. You said all those things. And then you said, John, you said the median Blade <laughs> Runner movie has increased in quality, whereas the mean Blade Runner movie has remained constant, which is mathematically possible, but completely insane from a practical But sure, standpoint. you'd still want to rule it out, though. I mean, like, that's just basic science, Chris. That's just, that's, I'm the, just that's, saying... that's just responsible record keeping. I mean, like... Fuck. I live in the world. I know what the... I like, Chris, you're the reason there, that Donald yes. Trump is the president. There, That's true. Shoddy epistemology. Uh, that is Postmodernism, that is true. That Chris. Is it's, it's, all, it's all the fault of postmodernism. Is it, though, or is it the fault of post-structuralism? Ah... <laughs> uh. Getting getting back on track, John. Yeah, I don't know if you read uh, if you've read some of William Gibson's more recent work, uh, Zero History, Pattern Recognition. The other one, I can't remember the name of. I've read uh, possibly one of his short stories on audiobook. I think it was about mm-hmm. elephants. I don't know what that is. You're thinking of Haruki Murakami. Um, no, I'm really not. Now the elephant vanishes. It's Haruki Murakami. No, no, no. the 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 um, elephants of Poznan or something. It's called the elephant vanishes. It's by Haruki Murakami. Now, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being an asshole. Uh, I, no, that's I, normal. I hardly, no, what? Well, true. Uh, you might enjoy pattern recognition. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna heartily recommend pattern recognition. All right. I think it's I don't know it's circa like <clears throat> 2000 <clears throat> 2002 somewhere around there that he published mm-hmm. it um and it's what he started doing a series where he was just like you know fuck the world is so weird now I'm just going to write science fiction that's happening now but it feels like science fiction and and uh, they're quite good books Yeah that new Blade Runner quite is pretty good. good So I've heard So I've heard I've heard that I've heard that it increased the 
average quality of Blade Runners. I don't know about that. Um, so you think the do you, I I thought I'm pretty sure you told me you thought it was better than the original. I believe my exact words were I can understand why some people would say it was better than the original. Which is a, which possible. which is all I care about. Like I don't care that it's better. I just mm-hmm. care that some people feel that way. People have feelings. <laughs> I think it's important for us to acknowledge that. I just like because that is that is it's, it's validating. It's it makes it mm-hmm. legitimate. You know, expansion of the of the mythology. Like yeah, uh-huh. it's look. It's pretty good. Whatever. Fine. It does what a sequel should do. It it's it's pretty good. It expands the f- world, Chris. How do you feel about the fact that we now use the word mythology to refer to like? the backstory and assumptions and worlds of works of fiction. Are you cool with that? That's what it means. Okay, then. I guess I'm cool with that, too. <laughs> um, Chris, our, our, that's what our mytho- contemporary mythology is a thing. No, I know. I, that's how we use the word now. I guess it's fine. No, I'm not saying that's how we use the word now. I'm saying that this is... <laughs> Uh-huh. I don't know what your I don't know what your your objection is. But. I mean, like a hundred years ago, the word mythology had a different. Uh, it connoted a a different sort of thing. It's fine. How, it doesn't did matter. it though? Yes. Yeah, it wasn't like you know the backstory of a series of movies. It was it, mythology used to mean like you know like classical Greek or or Roman or Chinese or whatever uh, 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 origin story. So you don't and, think and that cont- that like you can have contem- you can you can have contemporary mythology. I didn't say that. I just said, how do you feel about the fact that we use that the word that way now? Chris, I'm not a descriptive. I'm not a prescriptivist, so I don't. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> I don't. You okay? Okay. Number one, you are a prescriptivist. You just don't t- describe yourself that way. Whether or not you're an asshole, it's it's hard to. It's it's, it's an open look, question. Um, look, the median person in our no, family, but like, but like, is an w- asshole. Would you deny that there's like that there is mythology in our contemporary culture? Like, are you saying the word can only apply to Greece? No. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I absolutely. No. I, did that's not why I'm asking. That. I'm honestly asking. I absolutely. No. 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 But you're you're twisting my. No. Words I'm honestly now. asking. Like, abso- I'm asking. No. But you, I absolutely. I'm asking did questions. Not say that. That's all I'm doing. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> I absolutely did not say that because I no, said. No. Of course, Greek if, if you had said Chinese, that, I wouldn't have whatever. to ask the question. But you didn't say that. Would, no. But but it's. I mean, it's 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 patently absurd to ask are you saying mythology only re- relates to greece oh i'm because sorry my existence is patently absurd greece oh, rome okay. china so on like so i mean no that's, i'm you're, i'm you're, i'm i'm not even like this is not even my podcast voice i'm just like <laughs> genuinely curious <laughs> I'm not even my you're saying look you reference like oh it's weird that we use the word mythology in this different way now what is the different way you've not i'm confused no i have i have we we did not use the word mythology to refer to the backstories of novels and movies 50 years ago how is that that different from the backstories of like greek gods what are you what 
is that's no no the, mythology was like stories that people told about you know the gods and forgotten times and blah blah don't make in that forgotten face. times Look, yeah. if you don't want to know then don't ask Hence, me that's my question my question is are you saying that you cannot use the word i have never said cannot i said how do you feel about the fact we, I'm saying that we use this oh, word differently. Oh, oh, now, now. you're going to go with you're going to go with that. You're just asking questions. Like you're not. That was strongly implying a, a, that was a judgment call that it is bad that we do that. I never said uh-huh. that. I said, "How do you feel about?" No, that? you. St- I, I didn't say I you said it. I was soliciting your opinion. I said you strongly I implied it. Which, it now. Is, which you continue I know to I be did doing. Not. I did not. How do you feel, Chris? How do you feel? I think it's fantastic. I think it's no, me too. I think it's pretty fantastic. cool. I think it's great. No, I did not say it was bad. I was just noting that I think I think it's a notable change, and I think it's it's weird that you're denying that. I think it's a positive change. I'm yeah, maybe yeah, maybe. You know what? I think it's you good that Class- we recognize classical- we recognize that that our, our modern culture has these things. You know, it's like. Like I've heard a lot of people talk about like comic books as our like contemporary mythology. I think maybe it's evolved a little bit beyond that, but um you know, I like the idea of, you know, like like you know, Superman and, and Batman and all that stuff. Like you know. I don't know, it's, mm. whatever. It's for children. I know you're gonna say that. Whatever, fine. Well, John, fuck I have you, a that's part, all I have to I say. I have a I have a two part response. Number part one comic books are for children right. and I don't know anything about them. Part two, John, um, in the origins of Marvel Comics, Stan Lee writes that... Um, okay, I did not mention any Marvel Comics, but... A radio interviewer actually posed that very question to him uh, in the early days of Marvel, uh, uh, noting that these... Are you creating a contemporary mythology? And that's what gave him the idea to create the character Thor. Huh. Yeah, my mom had a book called The Origins of Marvel Comics by Stan Lee. I read it when I was a child. Oh, that's really cool. I, yeah, that sounds like a cool book. It was, you know, honestly, it was a pretty good book. He, that guy's a pretty good writer. Stan Lee is a good writer. Yeah, it's true. He was actually, he's actually, you might not know this, he's a pretty decent prose stylist. I didn't, I did not know that. I, 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 I saw him uh, last year at Comic-Con. Uh-huh. That's, that's cool, it was, I guess. It's like meeting your your idol from like, you know, 25 years ago. Mm. It's great. Yeah, no, he's a pretty good origins I did not of Marvel Comics. <laughs> it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good book. It had it had like uh, he would describe the origin <clears throat> of a series, and then they'd have a few like the the first episode, and then like a later episode. And so the the book was like half comics, half prose. It was quite good. Yeah, that seems cool. Yeah, it was. I recommend that you go to my mom's house in the 1980s <laughs> and see if you can find it and read it. Because uh, it's quite good. Yeah, I, I I haven't finished the last books that I took from your mom's house. <laughs> oh, what was that? Uh, uh, Girdle Escher Bach. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, that one's all right. That's a good book. Um, uh, and the other one was something about Penrose tiles. I can't remember something is uh, tra- yeah. uh trapdoors and trapdoors and Penrose tiles by Martin Gardner. I think that might be it. Yeah, that's a win. Those are look look. Those are both worth reading. <laughs> They're both bathroom I, books. Yeah, I'm I'm talking about uh, Origins of Marvel Comics, which was published in 1974, mm. written by Stanley. Hmm. 
uh, you can get it on Amazon. It looks like it's out of print, but you can get it. You know, a a a, a scant ten years after the uh, advent of the Avengers, I believe. I think mm, that was the 64. Avengers are not. That's possible. The Avengers are not in the book, if I uh, remember correctly. Well, okay. Well, I, I, all I, look, I know is that, like Spider-Man, Fantastic, maybe, Fantastic yeah. Four, and Avengers were like all around the same time, like sixty-two to sixty-five. I apologize. I was I was thinking of the X-Men. Sorry, I got. Oh, the X-Men are fucking great. I like me some. I like me some X-Men. I mean, look, number one for children. They're not for number children. Th- no, they're not. They're not they, 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 those books were so far the fuck ahead of their time. You have no idea. Yeah, I read. I read. I I read the X Men when I was in middle school. God damn were, right you did. They were pretty. They were pretty good. They're pretty good. Um, they were pretty good for children, but pretty good. Well, you were a child, um, so it was appropriate. Yeah, it was acceptable at the time by the standards of the day. <laughs> God, we should record. We our should. Podcast. We should. Okay. We should. We should uh, probably start our third episode. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. John. Oh, All right. This one's going to be a bear day. Um, no, that was a, that was Patreon bonus content. That's right there. If you. I, like we, it's just all it's just all gonna be before the theme no, song. No, God, we gotta we gotta start stocking some of this up, you know. John, you're listening to Being Jim Davis. Hey, if it looks like a podcast and it walks like a podcast and it quacks like a podcast, it's probably a duck, mainly because of the quacking. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Quack, 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 quack. And I'm Jim Davis. John, today is, I can't believe it's still Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, the 19th of September, 1979. We are looking at the 458th ever Garfield. John, what happens in today's Chris, in today's Garfield, worried that it is no longer National Fat Week? Your concerns are wholly unjustified. True, true, true. It continues to be National Fat Week. Was today, it obvious when I started Wednesday. reading that that I had no idea what, where it was going? Yes, you did not know it was a question <laughs> when you started. I reading. did not know it was a question. I, I feel like I feel like you you handled it pretty well, though. Thank you. Like, you they, I you came really back from it. Get yeah. that uprising mm-hmm. intonation at the end. <laughs> Shama. Okay, let's let's do this fast. Panel one. Okay. Garfield is on the panel. He's, He's thinking. Here's a National Fat Week yep. tip. Handy. Here's a National Fat Week handy fat tip. Wow, that's hard to say. Mm. Here's a National Fat Week handy fat tip. Say that a thousand times fast. Panel two. Garfield is in the panel. Basically the same as before, but <laughs> eyes more open, forefinger raised. Quote. Don't exercise. Unquote. You'll be happier. God. Is not okay. Panel three, Garfield in the panel. He's smiling and he's thinking, Have you ever seen a jogger laugh? Uh, Thus ends today's Garfield. <laughs> I don't This one, these National Fat Week ones have been very wordy this is a, and yeah, not very yeah, arty. Yeah. I, like it's basically just Garfield thinking stuff. I feel like these could be, these could have been more successful. If mm-hmm. the visuals had been present, like if there you know, been some action, like there's just happening. nothing going on. Like maybe if like Odie, if Gar, if Garfield were like dribbling a basketball or something, 
mm. at the same time. Or anything. If any, there, anything yeah. he's doing. Yeah, if, if anything yeah. was going on. I don't know why I thought of basketball. Don't read too much into that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but, like, what? yeah, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get this one. It's just, yeah, I... I have seen a jogger laugh. Mm. I mean, have you seen them jet laugh while jogging? Uh, no, because it jogging is, you know, it's strenuous. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't laugh I mean, while you Look, the implication seems to be like anything, any activity that it is difficult to con that it, that during which it is difficult to conceive of laughing mm-hmm. is not worth doing I, 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 yeah. I look i think that's just like patently false that's ridiculous i i agree with you why don't we name activities that you can't laugh while you're doing that are still worth doing recording this podcast ooh listening to this podcast <laughs> Um, uh. you just broke your own rule. Uh, what, like what? What about like eating some pie? You oh, can pie laugh while you're eating pie, Chris, but it could cause you to choke. We didn't talk. It's about, we didn't advisable. talk about Thanksgiving. Did you make anything for Thanksgiving? Uh, John, I was assigned uh, to bring some salads for Thanksgiving. Some salads, like multiple yeah, salads. I brought, I, brought a, I brought two different salads. And John. Salad is, you know, it's not the flashy option, the thing to bring. Everybody wants to bring the dessert. You get, you know, you get. Uh, I, I brought all a the dessert to my Thanksgiving. If you're the one who brings the dessert, but I was proud to make those salads. Yeah, I made a, uh, I made a simple green salad with, you know, a mix of baby arugula and baby kale, uh, uh-huh. and then, you know, simple vinaigrette. And some pistachios and some pomegranates to garnish. Oh, and it, it was it was pretty popular. And then I tried to copy the green salad a la Leon from Cafe Europa in Kansas City. I think I did pretty well. Is it, have you had that Cafe salad, Europa on Fifty First Street? Yes. Have you had their green salad? Uh, no, I've a not. La I've, I don't, I've never heard of that place. It is an unusual salad to say the least, John. It is. Get, are you ready to hear a weird list of ingredients? I'm ready. Lay okay, it on me. Okay. Get, are you sitting down? Uh, Be yes. thinking about the national origins, like of these ingredients, like whether they fit together into a pre-existing sort of cuisine, okay. into a taste okay. world. Okay. <laughs> you got broccoli, mm-hmm. cucumber, mm-hmm. avocado, Ooh. edamame, oh. quinoa. What? Feta cheese, <laughs> sunflower seeds. What is going on? It's complete madness, right? <laughs> but I gotta tell you what, it works. It's a weird combination. I believe it. But you eat it and you're like, this totally works. I believe it because I trust you completely. Like avocado, feta, edamame. It's just like the like yeah quinoa. Yeah, fine, whatever. There's a bunch of trendy foods, I guess. Or semi oh, quinoa is still it, it totally it, works. Are we still in the the quinoa trend? I feel like um, we're on the tail end of that trend. But yeah, I I live in the American Midwest, John. Um, like the nineteen nineties just ended here a few years ago. Oh man, right? <laughs> You're like a generation behind. Look, all I know is I hope that Kurt Cobain gets through. 
Oh, yeah, man, that, that, that was dark. That was dark. Um, are we still Who talking else about killed this themselves one? in the 90s? It's hard to know. <laughs> um, are we still Boy, that Robin okay. Williams seems to be at, at the height of his career. Yeah, he's do Look, look, if he keeps making these hilarious movies <laughs> like he has. Um uh, God. Did I host this one? No, I oh. didn't. Look, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that never repeats a tag. <laughs> we need to use that one more often. I every time we do this one, every time I say it, I hope that we, you know, you and I'll break into like a little pirates of Penzance thing. Oh. And you never you never back me up. Uh well, well I promise not to do it the next time you bring it you up. Never make my fantasy come. All right. True. All right. All right. I'm just saying. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Indulge my fantasy. Wait, Pirates of Penzance. Yeah. Look, look. You mean you mean I you know mean, you probably You mean Pinafore, right? No, no. It's the uh HMS Pinafore. Oh, is it from HMS Pinafore? Oh. <laughs> do, okay. Do you know that because you've seen HMS Pinafore or because of that episode with Sideshow Bob? Uh, a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> No, Pinafore was my first love as far as Gilbert and Sullivan. Penzance is okay. Penzance is actually the only one I've seen live. I have honestly never seen a Gilbert and Sullivan live. Oh, I feel sorry for you. I don't think I care to. I don't think I care to. Yeah? They're all basically the same plot. I don't feel like I want to see Never. And I'm at... Taco. Yes, Thanks for listening, you bunch of animals. Wow, is this episode really that long?